Coronavirus cases here in the Philippines near 190,000, but experts from the University of the Philippines believe the country is close to flattening its COVID-19 curve. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration now allows blood plasma treatment for COVID-19. And a police raid to enforce a coronavirus lockdown causes a deadly stampede in Peru. Good afternoon, I'm Ron Crow's Dateline Philippines begins right now. The total number of COVID-19 cases here in the Philippines is 190,000. It's after 2,378 new cases were confirmed Sunday, the lowest so far this August. 32 more fatalities were also recorded, raising the death toll to almost 3,000. The health department also reported over 16,000 more people recovered from the disease. The Philippines has the highest number of cases in Southeast Asia despite imposing one of the longest and strictest lockdowns in the world. Indonesia is at second with over 154,000 infections. We have to be cautious when we compare with other countries because we have different uh, settings, we have different uh, populations, we have different health systems capacity. So first, uh, yes, we are testing more. Uh, compared to the other Southeast Asian nations. If you would find comparing to Indonesia, we are three times better than them in testing. Okay. We have expanded our protocols and we have a lot of uh, tests being done right now. Mm. We have a total of about 2.1 million plus people already tested here in the country. The Philippines is close to flattening its COVID-19 curve. That's according to Dr. Guido David from the University of the Philippines' research team, who says a daily number of new cases is going down and the coronavirus trend is slowing. He attributes this to the implementation of the modified enhanced community quarantine early this month. Yung pag-flatten ng curve, medyo matagal na process yan. Kung kunyari na-extend natin yung MECQ hanggang katapusan, kaya ma-flatten yung curve nitong katapusan ng August. O maasa tayo na kaya pa rin yan, katapusan ng August, pwedeng ma-flatten yung curve. Pero kahit mga September siguro mangyari yan, okay lang din, ma-flatten natin yung curve slowly. Pero hindi naman ibig sabihin flatten yung curve, tapos na eh. Marami pa rin mm. cases. Ang pag-flatten ng curve, ibig sabihin, kumukunti na talaga yung cases na oh. new cases. Dapat masustain pa natin yung mga two weeks to one month. More than 400 local officials and their civilian conspirators face criminal complaints due to the allegedly anomalous distribution of government cash assistance. 203 of them are elected officials, including one mayor, councillors, and village officials. Many of them are from Central Visayas, Central and Western Visayas. They are accused of violating the Anti-Graft and Corrupt Practices Act, the Bayanihan Act, and the Law on Reporting of Communicable Diseases. Talagang itong uh, mga tao na to, hindi lang dapat matanggal itong mga ganito. Dapat makulong pa. No? Dahil unang-una, extortion ito. Kaya nga dito, uh, hindi lang natin kakasuhan dito sa uh, grade miskanda. Pag yan, uh, yung social amelioration card, ang uh, pinapirma mo ay hindi qualify at nakakuha ng pera. Falsification ng public documents yan. Pagka naman kinuha ng tao, 
The Department of the Interior and local government says 626 more individuals are being investigated for alleged anomalies in the payout funds from government social amelioration program. That program was launched to help those most affected by the strict lockdowns and forced to curb the spread of COVID-19. And speaking of Vice President Robredo, she wants Duterte's supporters to stop pushing for a revolutionary government. She says changing the form of government is the last thing the country needs right now as it deals with the pandemic. The Vice President also believes a revolutionary government would be unconstitutional. The Philippine Land Transportation Office will extend the validity of driver's licenses to 10 years beginning October 2021. The catch, 10-year licenses can only be issued to those with clean records or motorists without violations since June 2019. The agency says the move is meant to encourage motorists to follow traffic regulations. Every violation, kahit na naridin mo, nagbayad, nagpenalty, eh nakarecord na yung number of violation mo. Kaya mabubura lang yon sa next renewal mo. Some motorists welcome the move. Others find it discriminatory, saying that 10-year licenses should be given to all motorists without conditions. The Philippine Information and Communications Department aims to set up over 10,000 free Wi-Fi sites across the country before the year ends. The agency wants to bring Internet connection to areas not reached by telcos. Aside from public spaces, the department eyes to set up free Wi-Fi sites in government offices, hospitals, and schools. It adds this would be done through different strategies, including partnerships with the private sector. So far, there are 4,600 free Wi-Fi sites across the Philippines. The farthest are in Basilan and on Pag-asa Island. By the end of 2021, the ICT department targets to have more than 23,000 free Wi-Fi sites in the country. The Philippine Central Bank is proposing a cap on credit card finance charges imposed by banks. Central Bank Governor Ben Diokno says this is in the spirit of fairness since the central bank has already cut benchmark policy rates by so much this year. The BSP is looking at a maximum finance charge of 24% for credit card, cash advances and installment purchases. Diokno says they're just waiting for comments from the banks policy rate is now 2.25%. That's the lowest ever uh, that I've seen, right? Mm -hmm. and, but the, uh, the, the, uh, the interest rates on, on credit cards, which is considered to be uh, unsecured commerce, uh, consumer loan, it goes up to about 40%. So to me, that is unacceptable, 40% as opposed to what, what we've done. So we're, we're, we're trying to limit or put a cap as, as in our neighboring countries. They, they have a cap on credit cards. A stampede at a disco in Peru leaves 13 people dead. Police raided the Thomas Disco in Lima over the weekend to enforce the country's lockdown. After about 120 people gathered for a party, people tried to escape through the only door of the second floor disco. Authorities say no tear gas nor firearm was used during the operation. 23 people were detained. Nightclubs in Peru have been prohibited from operating since March due to the pandemic. In recent weeks, a daily reported number of coronavirus infections in Peru doubled to over 9,000. 
The country's death toll is at more than 27,000. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration authorizes the use of convalescent plasma to treat serious coronavirus cases. Convalescent plasma is the antibody-rich blood component taken from recovered COVID-19 patients. So far, evidence has not been conclusive about whether convalescent plasma works for coronavirus patients. Under our legal authority for emergency use authorization, this is not the same as an approval, but it's an authorization and allows us to expand the access to this. So plasma is the liquid portion of the blood. Um, that liquid portion contains the natural immunity that someone develops in response to an infection, in this case, COVID-19. Um, and that liquid portion can be extracted. And for many years, as the President and Secretary Azar said, it's been given to patients with infectious diseases for more than 100 years. So there was a really good rationale for why this might work. U.S. President Donald Trump announced the emergency authorization Sunday, the eve of the Republican National Convention. The announcement comes days after White House officials suggested there were politically motivated delays in approving a vaccine and therapeutics for COVID-19, possibly upending Trump's chances for re-election. Well, I think that there might have been a holdup, but we broke the logjam over the last uh, week, to be honest. I think that there are people uh, in the FDA and actually in your larger department that can uh, see things being held up and wouldn't mind so much. It's my opinion, a very strong opinion, and that's for political reasons. This has nothing to do with politics. This has to do with life and death. So we are being very strong and we are being very forthright and we have got some incredible answers and we're not going to let them be held up because every day is lives and we're not going to let that happen. Coronavirus cases in India breached a 3 million mark. The country led the world in new infections Sunday with health authorities reporting nearly 70,000 fresh cases and 912 deaths. New hotspots continue to emerge in two states in the north and four southern states. India is the third highest caseload after the U.S. and Brazil. Worldwide, confirmed coronavirus cases are now at 23.3 million. More than 807,000 people have died, while over 15 million people have recovered from the disease. South Korea, meanwhile, reports its highest daily rise in COVID-19 cases since early March. 397 new infections were recorded Sunday, marking the 10th day of triple-digit increases. This brings South Korea's total cases to 17,399 with 309 deaths. Most of the new cases are from Seoul, where health workers have struggled to trace contacts tied to places like churches, schools, restaurants, and work. Government has extended social distancing rules, but health authorities say they may deploy the toughest stage three social distancing rules where schools or businesses are urged to close if the infection rate does not slow soon. Children are more likely to be harmed by not returning to school next month than by catching COVID-19. That's according to England's chief medical officer, Chris Whitey, who says the chances of children dying from the coronavirus are relatively small, but missing school can damage children in the long run. 
Millions of students in England, Wales and North Ireland are set to go back to school in a few weeks. He says it's important for parents and teachers to understand the risks and benefits that come with schools reopening. He adds COVID-19 would be a challenge for at least nine more months and the vaccine in 2020 is unlikely. We have this just in. Police sources confirm an explosion in Holosulu shortly before noon today. That explosion occurred in front of the Paradise Food Plaza, where two military vehicles were parked. A resident there says he saw several dead soldiers and injured civilians. We will bring you more details as soon as they become available. Again, breaking news about that explosion in Holosulu uh, that has caused uh, injuries and possibly deaths, uh, including some military personnel. We'll give you more details as soon as they become available. Stay tuned to ANC for that. That's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ron Cruz. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Stay with the news channel.